Hey, everybody. If you like Cinema Starters, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Well, the ghosts of my angry ancestors will haunt you. And they will. Forever. They will. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cinema Starters, where the conversations always start with cinema. Was I supposed to come in then? No, I was oh, just right, pausing okay. for dramatic, dramatic effect. Of course. We are here in our Blackheath studio in London to talk about spoilers. Are spoilers that bad? Yes. Will says yes, <laughs> and that's our podcast. Thank you for listening. No, so there's different types of spoilers. I guess we should... Uh, tell everybody that we're probably going to spoil old movies. I don't really know where this conversation is necessarily going to go. We'll try not to spoil too many things, but there are some iconic twists and plot points that we should probably mention in the history of cinema as major spoilers. So if you haven't seen a lot of classics, if you haven't seen Star Wars, if you haven't seen early M. Night Shyamalan films, yeah, then, uh, and you care don't listen. Anyway, moving on. So are spoilers really that bad? Will says yes. I, I, I hate watching trailers. Okay. Even. Yeah. I find... And and I think... But I, I I mean, I will concede that trailers have got a lot better than where they used to be, where they... Essentially, it felt to me that you just... They just take the clips of interesting bits from the film and go, this is why you should go and watch it. Yeah. And then I'd be really irritated when I went into it because you get some sort of... Uh, at least flow of where the film's going to be and I like to be completely surprised I think I said on an earlier one I won't I hate missing even an element of of what's going on I'll pause if people are talking and it's at home yeah, yeah. so I don't want to know that a starship's get, getting blown up or so and so is upset at some point I, I'm okay I'm okay with trailers because I don't di- I don't watch them tons of times over and over again and I don't dissect them shot for shot so if I watch it, I usually get the tone, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people dissect them, and they're trying to look at what what scene this might take place during, and I don't like to do that. I kind of, I watch trailers a little bit with a glaze, so I'm trying not to soak it all up aside from mood and style, and I don't know, get into it a little bit without without too much depth. Yeah, um, but again, this this is this is... Obviously, one of the underlying themes of us talking about this is that you have sort of an intellectual and cultural oh, reason well. for watching films, and thank I you, basically like strong men with swords. Hey, I like so, that too. I, I like. <laughs> I mean, strong he doesn't. With, yeah, but so I know. I I will. I can I can turn off my brain and watch a good <laughs> strong man with swords. I can also turn on my brain and watch a good strong man with swords, depending on the film. That's true. Yeah, but or I'll, a woman with swords. Let's let's be. Let's be equal. I don't know which are the good ones yet, but that's all right. Um, yeah. So I, I I think I have a vague idea when something comes out of the cinema and I know who's directed it or I know what the storyline broadly is or who's in it, if I'm going to like it. And there are there are degrees. I a friend of mine called uh, James Roblin. We can... We can tag him in, actually. I remember he, he and he loves his films, and he's very he's a he's a writer, likes very dark, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote the new Star Trek film is amazing, and frankly, I've never been particularly interested in Star Trek, as I think we we spoke about on a previous episode as well. Um, and the the first ones that JJ um, Abram did, Abrams. 
It's plural. So there, there, there are a few of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are many JJs. Um, There's two J's, so it's Abrams. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, and he wrote, it's, it's amazing, go and see it. And I would never have watched it. Well, I would never have gone to the cinema to watch it. Sorry, I would have probably watched it on a plane. Yeah. Um, and I went to the cinema and I was like, this is absolutely brilliant. I love this. I'm, I'm fully engaged into the Star Trek genre now where I wasn't before. Yeah. So... I understand there are issues with that, but I just I just hate getting the idea that I'm being, in some way, I have some concept of what's going to happen. Yeah. I think we should take a moment to, like, establish that there are different types of spoilers. Because there's, there's the type that, you're, that we're talking about so far, which is trailers, the ad, the marketing campaign, or or review, just like... Or not, not not reviews, but trailers or marketing campaigns, just like telling you a little bit what it's about or giving you the style and, and whatnot. Yeah. There's that kind of spoiler. There's spoilers where people talk to you about a twist. Oh, there's so nothing the, worse. Yeah, twist, I think, is the worst type of spoiler. That's the one because ruining that is the worst because you're not anticipating it. I think if someone was to go to me and say... You should see the new John Wick film. There's a scene where he shoots like 30 people in a museum. I'd say, you know, I wouldn't be necessarily mad that someone spoiled that scene for me because I'm, I'm, I'm in a way expecting for that to happen in the film. Like it, it ruins a yes. little bit, but it, but that's not surprising to me. But if someone comes to me and says, "Oh my God, see the new Star Wars film. Darth Vader is actually Luke's father," then you're like, uh, "I would." That was not a sentence that. Yeah, I'm that with I was you. even anticipating. Yeah, if they went John Wick settling down to become a farmer <laughs> yeah. in scene three, yeah. 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 there's some lovely shots. Exactly. New I think the twist is the worst type of spoiler because you're not because you're the the point of the movie and the plot and that that moment is to take you completely off guard. But even even when they go, oh, I'm watch out for the twist, or oh, this film's got yeah. the, the yeah. best twist. Yeah. So they don't have to ruin the twist exactly, but just, but just saying telling you that there's twist. a twist will get you on edge. Will, yeah. will make you look for it. Uh, I mean, separately, my my mother is the absolute best person at spoiling films <laughs> or stuff that she's watched. <laughs> she thinks she's being subtle. Um, I mean, we were watching. This is separate. This is a this is a film. But we were watching um, last night, Line of Duty, which is a British yeah. uh, drama series. And I was like, oh, there's an actor called Neil Morrissey that I remember from. Yeah, we, we, slight ramble, but this is fine. Uh, from Men Behaving Badly, it was a funny comedy growing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and it's interesting to see Neil Morrissey in a drama role. And she just goes, oh, well, uh, don't expect to see him in for the whole series. So, like, what? <laughs> and, and I know she's like, she's being, she does, she's being completely disingenuous. But it's like, oh, right, now, so now, and then, because of that, I'm wait- yeah, you're, you're waiting, waiting for the all the time. Like, what yeah. happens and where does yeah. he get to? And that changes the way. And, I, and that's exactly the same in so many, or yeah. so many times when your friends will go and they'll go, you know, oh, oh, it's brilliant to see so and so in there. Yeah. Or I can't believe, not quite, can't believe he died because no yeah. one's that. Death is always like the, the the spoiler upon spoilers. It's just like, don't tell me who dies. I love how Game of Thrones didn't even become about plots. It was just, don't tell me who dies. Yeah. Like that was that was the spoiler. I mean, it's not a film, but there are moments in time where you can identify. I, I would like when the the biggest things that bring spoilers back into the culture. I would say Star Wars was that like huge one way back then with the Darth Vader's father just because in terms of pop culture it was everywhere 
I think M. Night Shyamalan brought that back yeah. a little bit with his movies. Just so two, yeah. the two films I was thinking of exactly Sixth that Sense. are both his. Yeah, yeah. Sixth Sense and The Village. Yeah. Twists and don't ruin things and go back for the surprise. <laughs> and then I would say that Game of Thrones has now re-brought brought that back in just because of how yeah. widely popular it is. Yeah. And nobody wants, especially in the age of Twitter and all this stuff, nobody wants... It's all anyone spoke about, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, I've, yeah. I'm avoiding my phone today because I've, I, you know, I didn't <laughs> right. watch it last yeah. night. Yeah. But again, Sixth Sense was the was the absolute. I, if you were to ask me the the from growing up or the film that had the most impact that I can think of that had the biggest twist that you go, oh my, yeah, good lord, I wasn't Sixth expecting Sense. that to happen. Oh Sixth my Sense. god! But I the, I saw that in a in a drive through theater, which I don't need, like. Maybe they have a couple now back in the States. I, I don't know. But a drive through theater within a week of it coming out. So nobody even knew it had a twist yet. Yes. Oh, my God. Just mind blown. And See, it adds to the film. That's the best 100%. kind of twist. The Village, I would argue, doesn't add anything to the film. That's a twist that you watch it again and you're like, this actually kind of ruins a lot of it. I thought it was really clever. Oh, I, again, I watched, the village, huh? Well, I watched it when I was about twelve, so <laughs> it, it was one of those that you, you sort of think. You do really, the math, really listeners. Deep. You know how old twelve is, that right? I, I don't know. know. I, I, I was relatively like young, but it was one of those that you watch. I and think you were oh, older, this is, to be honest. Oh yeah, probably God. <laughs> so it, I was older and obviously stupid, and you go. Yeah. Um, you go, oh, that's actually quite profound, that is. Yeah. I, and what's that saying about the state of the world today? Um, maybe profound, but maybe not executed in the best way, if, from, speaking from a critical standpoint. But we digress. <laughs> the, the sixth sense was a funny one for me, because I yeah. someone told me, they were like, I'm not going to tell you anything, <laughs> but... And that's immediately the point that you go, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And they went, look out for everything red. <laughs> <laughs> so then, and the the, the slightly embarrassing. Worse. Yeah, I know. You tell so you're distracting from everything. I know, and that was that, the thing. And then I'm going, and then because you you know you hear these whispers, you oh. go, oh, the, there is a twist, and what, and what's the twist? And I still thoroughly enjoyed it, and yeah. I didn't, I I, I didn't. For, for I, again, I, I'm probably. I would argue those. that that that's one of the like even more than the Star Wars thing and everything. Sixth Sense did the repeat viewing thing mm. better than. I think any movie I've One ever seen. One of the seen, first with the where, Easter egging and yeah, and just and the red thing, just the fact that you can go back through watches so many times and there's so many things to look for. It's like holy shit, he doesn't talk to a single person except yeah. for like the things you don't pick up on. Yeah, are amazing. Yeah, and that's like Anchorman. Yeah, like Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. There's a twist at Anchorman, by the way. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah, uh, look for it. <laughs> look for everything purple. Uh, if a movie, if a twist is ruined for me, I still consider the film really good if it can entertain. Because I don't think a film should rely on the twist to be good. Yeah, well, um, I, I think it still has, you know, it still has two more hours, you know, or an hour and a half to entertain me, lead me up to it, and if it can actually still surprise me, then that's incredible. Especially when you learn about that someone's gonna die. Like in in a yeah. film, and, and yet it still engrosses you in it so well that by the time you reach that point, you had forgot that you're even paying attention to yeah. that. Like, is a testament to the quality of a film. Like usual suspects. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, best for that, I think. That one doesn't reward you as much in repeat viewings as the Sixth Sense. I, I in think my, it does, in my opinion, because all you do is the only thing it rewards you with is not you see him end. like looking at different things and yeah. stuff. But the majority of it is not watching him play 
someone else. It, it, it's not watching uh, Kevin Spacey's character like toy with it. Be in so it. I uh. guess there's not as much that you can pick up on and say this is fake except for a couple things. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that's as rewarding. Um, plus, I hate Kevin Spacey now, so I'm just not going to rewatch it. Yeah, I know. And I hate Brett Ratner, so I'm also not going to rewatch it. Oh, sorry, Brian Singer, so I'm not going to watch it for two reasons. Well, that's... that's Yeah. That's many reasons. Yeah. Um, fine, but I guess... We, I mean, we don't want to get too falling into films with twists, I guess. But it's, that's an important part of the, the spoiler element. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. isn't it? How long do you have to wait before you're okay getting something spoiled? I think I'm always angry. <laughs> yeah. 20 years, yeah. 30 years later, someone yeah. spells a movie for me and, and you're like, I don't know when I was going to watch that. I never planned to watch that. But fuck you for ruining it for me. Exactly. Okay. I, and I, so I, I mean, I know. I'm trying to think of an old film that I can ruin for you now. Just so I can throw it out there. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Game of Thrones, I've only watched the first series. Yeah. And I sort of know what happens at the end. Yeah. And I don't think I was ever, I don't think I've, got the commitment levels now to watch it yeah. from start to finish but I was still annoyed when I found out broadly what happened and who ends up where yeah so yeah I don't think I don't think it's ever excusable to be given spoilers but I so Chad and I if we go to the cinema to watch something together I like to get there my absolute ideal is just as the first scene is basically starting yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want any of the adverts. I don't care about 4D cinema being advertised to me. If I, if I, if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to get there myself. I don't care about big M and M's. I don't care about being told to turn my mobile phone off. And I certainly don't care about watching. You want to see opening credits, the closing things. credits. You don't want to see trailers. You don't want to see That's ads. It. Whereas Chad likes to get there slightly before the cinema's open <laughs> to just soak up some of the atmosphere, have a chat to the staff. I'm going to get my money's there. worth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see what the staff recommends. <laughs> I'm going to walk in. You know what? I do like getting there really early. This is true. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue, but we're not going to ruin this one because it's recent. We went to see Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Mm. Um, a huge one that people are saying don't ruin for me. There are two trailers before Endgame amongst the many trailers, amongst the 25 minutes of trailers. One was for Hobbs and Shaw, the, yeah. the Rock Jason Statham spinoff of the Fast and Furious series. And I challenge you, Will Myers, <laughs> to tell me that you did not enjoy that trailer. No, no. On an IMAX I screen this, this of is... The Rock holding a helicopter with a chain. Sure, in slow you know motion. That, in slow motion. You know that that scene is now going to be in that yes. movie. But did that not excite you in that moment? No. See, this, I think that's a perfect example. Because imagine my excitement yeah. levels. Yeah. If that happened out the blue and I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I mean, I'm always expecting The Rock to some degree yeah. to hold a helicopter together with a chain, obviously. Yeah. But no, I think the impact of that scene in itself, for me would have been way more than knowing that it's going to happen. So when it happens, I'll still enjoy it. But it was amazing in that moment. But it was a, you know, a, a two-minute clip. So I think that actually quite neatly encapsulates my point over why I would have been better yeah. standing at the bar whilst that was going on and you being in there and saying, there's a reason you need to watch yeah, Hobson Shaw. And yeah. then I would go, yeah, all right, I will. And then imagine, imagine my happy little face. 
Because yeah, that would have happened. If, think about it this way. You would have had two orgasms. You would have had <laughs> one during the trailer, and then when you saw it again later. No, but Instead, no, no, you're no. only getting one. It's always about the first. <laughs> it's always, always about the first time. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I like trailers. I, I mean, I do think it, in my, it's kind of an art form in a way. I Like, I love them being punchy with music and fun, seeing what scenes. I'm a fan of that, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, again, we're back to the fact that you take a much deeper intellectual level in these things. Whereas, again, I just like strong men with swords slash helicopters. Right. So, spoilers really, really bad for you. Really bad. Yeah, it's, it's one of my yeah. pet grievances. I and, still, and it, if something is accidentally spoiled for me, I, I kind of take a, a deep breath and say, okay, I still want to see this film and see if it challenges me. But, I, and I do, I do think for a movie, it should be a year. I think a for year a later. You're allowed to mention it. Because I don't want to stop people in the middle of conversation. If they want to talk about that, that's fine. Like, I, I think a year later is enough time, especially these days. It's, it's on yeah, most... That's because you're nice and liberal. Yeah, exactly. It's because I'm from San Francisco. We're okay with this kind I of punch stuff. Punch them straight in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that in Psycho, it's actually the hotel manager who's the killer and the mother's dead the whole time? I've watched Psycho, Jack. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. But uh, I was hoping I could have spoiled that for you. I'm sorry to any listener out there. I wasted my spoiler on Will and maybe ruined it for you. Um, See Psycho. It's a great movie. Watching something with Stephen Fry, he ruined Psycho for me. Because he he made... By the way, that might be the one that happened before. Like, if you're kind of categorizing different landmark spoilers, I would say that's probably the one before Star Wars. Because she dies psych- 20 minutes in. Or yeah, she dies 20 minutes in, and the mother's dead the whole... Like, there's mm. a lot of twists in that yeah. one, and they're all part of the plot. It's really yeah. fascinating. But obviously, the woman dying um, right in the beginning is one of the most surprising things in the history of cinema exactly. at the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, I think, actually, we haven't even thought about this in our, in our woman, but I'm just trying to remember what, what I heard this podcast a while ago. Um, but... Didn't they even? She was the main. She she was the red yeah. carpet and everything. All yeah. the focus was on her, yeah. and the whole film was about her. And then obviously, twenty minutes in, she's she's gone. Yeah, Janet Lee. Yeah, the actress who was just yeah. And she was the focus. It's like Alfred Hitchcock presents Psycho, starring Janet Lee. Exactly, and yeah. she's yeah. you know waving on the red carpet, and then yeah. so that's. I mean, that's absolute so genius. She's actually in it a lot more than I, I rewatched Psycho recently, and there's a whole beginning plot. You know, she only she actually dies like forty five minutes in. Oh and, really? Yeah, it's remarkable. I remember it as and being it's fascinating. It's yeah. such a good movie. And yeah, I haven't watched it. Like, but but still, she dies. You know, maybe a third into yeah. the movie, and it's it's still surprising because the main the main bulk of the plot that people remember yeah. and you know associate with Psycho is without her. Yeah, it's her her death and on. Yeah, uh, that was a good one. I don't wonder what the next one's going to be. Well, it's. I think actually we've we've gone past the um the the sort of period of film where everything had to have a twist. Yeah. I think Shyamalan brought that back. He did and everyone and, went, "Oh, that's really clever." Yeah, everyone and unfortunately that. for him, I don't know whether it was really his choice or really the studio that wouldn't make it without one. I don't know. He was obviously force-feeding twists into a lot of his films. Oh god, did you watch the, which I really wish he did. Did you watch The Happening? Yes, I did. Oh my god, that's a terrible <laughs> film. <laughs> I don't even think... Did that even have a twist? I think there was just a twist from start to finish. It was just like, something's happening and it's the trees. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. God, I wish I could remember. But I just... I, I would still watch that over Bird Box. 
which was basically the happening except worse. Well, in my opinion, Bird Box <laughs> was just them going. I think Netflix just a, went, a movie that people were scared to have spoiled because it was such a popular one. Yep. Uh, no, but no, but we need to establish whether we think. I reckon we need to establish whether we think it's good or, or whether they they yeah. serve a purpose. I understand that trailers have to happen because you have to wet an appetite for people to come and watch the film. Um, I think my personal view is that I'd rather other people saw them and then could tell me what I like, um, and otherwise I'll watch it later. Yeah. But where do you stand on it? So you like you like it from an artistic perspective. But spoilers or trailers? Trailers. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. First I, of all, I, I love movie trailers. I'm okay. Are you not upset? You're not going to see the rocks biceps for the first time pulling a helicopter. No, because I'm excited to see the full scene. Mm. I'm excited to see how that comes to be. And does he win? Of course he wins. <laughs> of course he wins. What's the? I mean, <laughs> so you spoiled it for me. Of course the rock is going to win. That's mm. unfair. You know, a lot of people come with their like automatic spoiler because of their place in pop culture. But yeah, and I, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with spoilers. I prefer not to have things spoiled for me. I'm okay with trailers. I do think spoilers are the worst when it's a twist. I think that is where I draw the line. If someone wants to tell me something about a film that they really, really loved that is anticipatory, I'm okay with that. But if they're going to tell me something that surprised them in a film or a critic says something that surprised them in a film or if a trailer reveals something that is meant to surprise you in a film... What if it's not What if like it's that. not um, plot-related? What if it's... Uh, Give me an example. The music. You know, I was really surprised the music was so impacting or I was really surprised that uh, Just, so-and-so's character had a, you know, a, a funny accent. In, in, <laughs> I'd be like, what an odd piece of feedback. Uh, if someone started a sentence with, I was really surprised by, I would say, stop right there. Obviously, this is, you know, if they came Fine. up to me and it's like, I loved the music, I'd be like, okay, that's all right, because I don't necessarily need to pay attention to that, because that's, that, that's their opinion, and my opinions from them can differ. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to go in there being like, oh my God, this person said they love the music. I need to pay attention to the music. Fine. So it's, it's a complex outlook on spoilers as opposed to yours, which is you spoil anything yeah. from level one to level 10 of a spoilerism. Just don't spoil it. Yeah, just don't spoil it. I'll punch <laughs> you in the face if you don't. Exactly. If you do. I don't want anybody to spoil anything on Twitter, but definitely follow us at Cinema Starters and let us know what film, classic film, was spoiled for you. Just say the film, and we'll take a guess at what it might have been. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I like it. People are going to need, need to be really careful, or people just won't care, and will comment on things and spoil everything. So it'll just be a threat of spoilers. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I know Twitter, <laughs> it'll be that everybody jumps on here and it's just a threat of spoilers. Beautiful. It'll yeah. be a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to mute it. <laughs> All right. And until next time, bye. Oh, goodbye.